Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Hip Bodies. It is Chelsea Pleasant, your host, owner of Hip Bodies, and currently on a weight loss journey, giving you guys the real time updates week after week. If you're new to the Hit Bodies podcast, uh, it's basically a combination of like girl talk and like me trying to sneak in something helpful. We will see if that happens. It's also recorded in the most casual way. I am a mom of young kids. I work when I can. I do my best. Um, And I also like don't like to record it too far in advance. And since it's a Monday episode, it's on the weekends. You know, we don't have childcare on the weekends. I mean, I did just drop the kids off at grandma's for a little bit. But anyway, you get the point. So yeah, Hip Bodies. If you don't know what Hip Bodies is, it's a workout group. I work out with my people five days a week, Monday through Friday, and it's so much fun and it's live. So part of that is girl talk. And I just, I wanted to kind of extend that and give myself a place to do that on the podcast because apparently I don't get to talk enough. (laughs) And that brings us here. It's like episode 50 or something. It's freaking crazy. I can't believe how long I've been doing this. And I really have only been late, like, I mean, I've posted later than I wanted, like, in the day, but as far as, like, being, like, a whole day late, I I feel like that's happened, like, twice. So, go me. Very proud of that. Okay, so moving on. Moving on. I um, am actually, like, it's really important that I tell you guys this because I, Cameron is on my list right now, Okay. There is something that I hold near and dear to my heart, and that is my reputation in the kitchen, okay? So Cameron had some guys over last night, like, it sounds so weird, like, after I went to bed, but, like, these guys, they get together at, like, I don't know, like, 9 o'clock is usually, like, they all get, they, all the dads, like, get their kids to bed, and then they come to our house, and of all places, they sit in the garage, but I think that's, like, so they don't have to worry about, like, being quiet or whatever. Like, if they laugh really loud or whatever. So, I don't know. They just always do it in the garage. And I'm, like, we kind of have, like, a nice backyard. We have, like, and I I would be able to, like, eavesdrop if they did it in the backyard, which is, like, what I want to do. Anyway, whatever. Whatever. So, they came over last night, and I go out into the garage this morning, and you know what's there? A Ziploc bag with only two chocolate chip cookies left. Am I mad that he shared chocolate chip cookies? No, I, I always, and I will bake if he just gives me notes. Cause he never tells me when they're coming over until like after the kids are bad. He's like, Oh, the guys are coming over in like a half hour, you know? Otherwise like if I knew in advance, which they don't plan in advance, right? Like that's how far in advance they plan. But like if they plan in advance, I would totally like bake the treats. This was the issue. So I had made like a really big batch of chocolate chip cookies, but I didn't have enough chocolate chips. So I tried to fill in with these toffee bits I have and it just didn't really work and they weren't that good, but they weren't that bad either. So I decided to just throw them in a Ziploc bag and put them in the freezer. But like really, I just wasn't proud of them. And then this weekend I had a carb up and so I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get some, I'm going to get some of those cookies out and I'm going to see if they're, you know, they're any good. And I like had a bite and I was like, oh this tastes freezer burnt. This is gross. And I, I didn't finish it. Okay. You guys, they were smashing these freezer burnt embarrassment cookies. And I'm like, Cameron, you need to text them and tell them I will make them a fresh batch and I will just send it home with them because I am embarrassed that they choked those down. Like they must've like just been trying to be polite or something. I was just like, 
of all the things, like, I don't want people to think I make bad chocolate chip cookies because it's one of my, like, it's my favorite treat. And so, like, if I'm eating disgusting, like, not enough chocolate chips, freezer burnt cookies, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. So, anyway, (laughs) that's why Cameron's on my bad list right now, okay? That's where we're at. So, if you don't know who Cameron is, if you're also like, wow, this was a really strange start to a fitness podcast, Chelsea, yeah, it was. Um, but that's my, Cameron's my husband. I think people know, like, I just don't think anyone stumbles across this podcast and continues listening. I don't know if you do, could you please message me and let me know? I, I feel, I still haven't figured out all who listens to this podcast. Like I, I, I am so nosy. I am trying to figure out all who listens to the podcast and I can't figure it out. Okay. Anyway, what's up? How, how was your weekend? So can I just tell you about my day yesterday? Because I had a great day. So sad. We had a carb up this weekend. I've been doing low carb for my little 10 pound September challenge. I'm feeling great. I'm loving it, but I did feel like I was needing a carb up. One of the signs for me that I need a carb up is when I'm having trouble like staying asleep. Like I'm not like I, I don't know how to explain it. If anyone's ever done low carb, you might find it. And and for me, a carb up instantly solves that problem. And it totally did. That was the only thing that I was noticing where I felt like I needed a carb up. Okay. But I also just wanted one. Like I wanted a date night with my husband and we didn't do a date night. We did a date day. Okay. So if you listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, probably like two months ago, I think Cameron and I went on a date night to this place called, uh, far from France. It was nearby. And it was, we were debating that night between going to these two restaurants and far from France was like a horrific disappointment. It was like the most expensive disappointment we've ever been to. Right. So we decided to go to the other option. So these are two fancy restaurants. Now I went for lunch simply because I don't know, that's like, that's when my mom was willing to watch the kids. So I was like, yeah. And honestly, anyone else putting Casey to bed right now is kind of a disaster. So I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe in like a year, I'll be able to actually do a date night again. (laughs) But for now we do date days. So we did, it was the brunch menu at this restaurant called Floriana. And this restaurant has like just rave reviews everywhere. And the, let me just give you the vibes. Okay. So you walk in the building and it's like right on, I think it's called front street or market street or something like downtown. So it's right in front of the river. And if you, if like water street is right there. And if you know anything about Wilmington, uh, downtown has been underwater a time or two. Okay. And so you do walk into this building and like the decor is really cute, but they don't have any like seating downstairs or anything. And it definitely smells like it's been underwater. And I guess I was expecting like a little bit of a like nicer greeting. I don't know. Again, like this is, this is a nice restaurant. Okay. And this guy just kind of, I don't know. He just wasn't particularly friendly. He was like, Hey, can I help you guys? Like, I don't know. He wasn't, he didn't, he didn't look like he was like dressed to work there. I I don't know how to explain how he was dressed. It was just a, it was a odd greeting from this person who I don't feel like was the hostess. I feel like maybe they were the manager and just like filling in as the host or something. I don't know, but whatever. Like, I'm not going to, I wasn't like turned off by that experience. It just kind of like, huh? Okay. That was not what I expected for this restaurant. So then we're taken up and they gave us a balcony, which was delightful. Um, They have these little Juliet balconies with just one little table. So you have your own private little balcony. And it was truly beautiful. I mean, we're right on the river. I can just see everyone walking downtown. I'm just sitting there wondering to myself, like, do these people go downtown every weekend? 
are they like going to the farmer's market every weekend and like paying for parking? Are they doing that? Cause Cameron and I were talking about how we never go downtown because going downtown, you just go there to spend money period. Like you don't like you're just buying stuff. Like what else are you going to do downtown? It's like eating out and buying stuff. That's all you do there. Cause me, I'm more of like, especially with small kids, I'm more of like a beach, a park. Like that's more my vibe. You know, if I'm, if I'm going to spend money, I'm going to go to like the trampoline park where my kids will be entertained. So I don't know. I, I, but I did see a lot of families with kids my age and I don't know. So Cameron and I had a lot of like just great conversations that we've been needing to have about like, you know, what we're going to do for our son's kindergarten. And I, I know it doesn't sound like, but it's like, it's just nice to be able to have space to like have that conversation. And it's not cutting into our precious, like alone time after the kids go to bed or We also, we talked about all sorts of stuff. We talked about this like investment thing that we're probably like definitely going to do. I would love to tell you guys about it, but I just, I don't, I don't even know where to begin. It does, this podcast doesn't feel like the right platform. It feels extremely unrelated to any of this, but it is really cool. And I'd love to, but the podcast is also the perfect platform because it's like, I can talk for a while about it and explain it more because it's just not like a quick thing, you know, I don't know. I do want to tell you guys about it. If you're, if you're, if you're interested, let me know maybe next week. Anyway. All right. So the food we already knew, we just wanted to get a variety of stuff and share. So that is not normally our, I don't know, thing. Like we're not really those people. I don't know. Sometimes it's, it's hit or miss, but we decided to get three entrees because we kind of figured they'd be small. And we also, we know we're, we're kind of big eaters, right? So we ordered three entrees. Now the thing is, is the way, the way these tables are, they're small. Sorry. I'm going into the house. So it's going to be like weird sounding for a second. So we asked the server to bring them out in like courses, which was great. Cause it kind of spaced out the meal a little bit. And so we got the first course was steak and eggs. It's kind of a funny first course, kind of heavy, right? Like it's not like light at all. Uh, so it was like a ribeye, eggs, potatoes, very simple, but it had like a really nice chimichurri, which is like a fresh herb situation. And so that was great. Like it was good. I, I don't know. Like it was definitely small. Like if I would have gotten that by myself, I would have been like, mm, okay, I'm still hungry. Get me donuts or something. I don't know. And then we had the next course, which was an eggs Benedict situation. It was a, it was prosciutto instead of ham. And they put it on like a, a good bread. It tasted like an Italian bread of some sort. And again, potatoes with it. So that one in regards to Benedict, it's not my top Benedict I've ever had. It's also better than a standard Benedict. That's where I'll put it. Like it's, be- it's better than like if I would just roll into any old place and get a Benedict, but it's not like the best Benedict ever. Right. And then the last course was, t- okay they kept saying tortelloni and I just have spent my life saying tortellini. So me hearing them say tortelloni felt pretentious, but whatever, maybe you guys can clarify. Is it supposed to be tortelloni or is it supposed to be tortellini or is it a regional thing? I don't know. Anyway, so it was a tortelloni mignon, which I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of expecting like chunks of filet mignon or something in there, but no, it was like apparently the biggest waste of filet mignon because it was ground up inside of the tortelloni, okay? And then it was like a tomato cream sauce, very like, 
did not blow me away. It was probably my least favorite of the three dishes. So in total, it was actually like, no, I, I always love giving the bill. So Cameron got a Bloody Mary and then we got those three things and that's it. And the bill was like 66, including tax, not including tip. So for, for the vibes, worth it. For the food, not worth it. And honestly, we were still hungry. The, the server was so impressed that we finished all three entrees and I was like, uh-huh. We were like, literally planning to go to this pizza place like right after we left we're like there's this like walk up pizza by the slice new york style pizza just like a five minute walk down the street so we decided to walk over there and there's there was like a farmer's market going on so we kind of like walk by i don't know some cool vendors and stuff and yeah we went ahead and got a slice of pizza like a big new york style slice of pizza and we ate that too and like that <coughs> for me personally was so much more satisfying than anything I had at that restaurant. And you guys, here's the thing. I I like good food. Like I've been to a lot of like high-end restaurants and I think I've just decided that Wilmington isn't there yet. Like if you go to a high-end restaurant in Seattle, it's good. You know what I mean? Like a chef's tasting menu where you're getting lots of courses. Like to me, it's just everything. The experience, like I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of these restaurants around here in Wilmington that are just like trying to charge these like 40 to $50 a plate, whatever. And it's just, it does, the quality, the creativity, blah, blah. It just doesn't really warrant that. And like the level of service doesn't warrant that. I don't know. I know I sound like such a jerk right now, but that's just how I feel. Now it's not to say like, there are a lot of people that really love this restaurant. So when I posted that I was going there on my Instagram there was one person that was like, oh my gosh, we went there last weekend. It was so good. And I got another message saying that like, uh, my, my husband and I weren't that impressed. And I was like, okay, so I really don't know what to expect. But yeah, I, I can see how someone, I don't know. I just can't tell. Are my standards too high or, or what? Because, well, I don't think they're too high. I think I might maybe have trash taste buds now. Because that night we were like in a pinch. Now we didn't need, like we were still pretty full from like obviously the massive amount of food that we inhaled for lunch, but we were kind of hungry and we needed to get the kids food on our way home from the beach because that was the next part of our day. After our little day date, we decided to go down to the beach and it was like the perfect night. I mean, like we're just talking perfect weather, perfect, perfect, perfect. I cannot even tell you. And this was our carb up day. Okay. Right. So I didn't necessarily intend on like eating another carby meal, but like we weren't prepared. It was 530. I am the kind of person I am starting cooking dinner between 330 and four o'clock. Like if I am not home by four o'clock to start cooking dinner, I'm panicking. If I'm getting started at four, if it's 430 and I don't have anything going, we're eating out. And that doesn't happen. Like I'm prepared for it. Okay. And I know you guys are probably like, whoa, you're like, intense. it's just, it's who I am. It's who I am. Okay. So anyway, it's 530. I, Cameron and I just aren't hungry because we had so much food, right? But the kids are hungry. So there's this n- new ish burger place across the street from our house. It's called Angus Grill. And it's, I didn't know, it's not necessarily a chain. It's just like this place's second location. And Cameron's like, get a kid's cheeseburger from there. The kids can share it and then just get a burger for us to share. And I'm like, perfect. But I go on their site to like look at their menu and it's not like, oh, you just get a cheeseburger. It's just not like that. It's like we're talking um, like a black and blue burger or a Oklahoma burger. Like every burger is full-blown themed, kind of like Red Robin. Like I'm sure they have like a basic 
bacon cheeseburger, right? And you know what I appreciated? I called. I called and no one seemed annoyed that I was placing a pickup order over the phone. Because you know how so many places now are like, you gotta do it online. And it's like, what if my phone battery is low? Like, just freaking take my order, man. Please. And I get it because they probably want to like collect the payment ahead of time. And that's why they do that. I understand. I understand. I do. But I just really appreciate it when they are like polite and wonderful. And I tip accordingly, you know? So I ordered, I ended up ordering for Cameron and I the jalapeno popper cheeseburger. It was a bacon cheeseburger with like jalapenos and cream cheese and stuff. You guys, it's not the best burger in Wilmington. Island Burger and Bites on Carolina Beach is still the best burger, but it is a close second. I'm go- I'm definitely in the future. Uh, next carb up, so not next weekend, but potentially the weekend after, I will absolutely be going back there for enough to try another type of burger there. Like I, I was thoroughly impressed. I felt Cameron and I were both in agreement. Like we felt more satisfied after that than we did at Floriana. (laughs) I don't know, but then I'm like, maybe we just have these, like our taste buds have just changed. Cause Cameron and I, you know, back in the day when Cameron first got back, okay. So this is like before we were married. Okay. So a long time ago, we went to Cancun and we went to an all-inclusive resort that's adults only. I'm going to tell you which one it is. That way you can like look it up if you're interested in going there. So it's the resort itself is called the Grand Oasis, but they have this section called the Pyramid. And if you stay at the Pyramid, you get access to like everything. And so some of those things you get access to are these really amazing fine dining restaurants. And I kind of rolled my eyes like the first time I, I'm like, okay, like it's Mexico, right? Because I had never stayed at a resort like this. Like I had always stayed at, I don't know, I guess more budget friendly options. So the food was never like anything to write home about. But this was incredible. I had on my birthday a 17 course meal and it was like, they had like a hot and cold margarita it was like, it, I drank back then, right? This was actually, it was actually my 20th birthday was the last time I drank. So I like, and they had this one restaurant that was where you ate entirely in the dark. Have you heard of those? You guys, it is so cool. So they have like black lights throughout the restaurant and then the servers wear white gloves. So you can see them coming and you can like see their hands moving as they like present the plates and stuff but you can't actually like but they do like really cool stuff with like smoke and whatnot to like make the food cool like I don't know to me like that is like the type of experience like I'll pay several hundred bucks for you know like I I like that like for a special date night like I I just think that's so fun but there's just really nothing of that caliber that I have found yet in Wilmington or I'm just looking in the wrong places like I'm not in the know but I am in a lot of like foodie groups on Facebook for Wilmington. So I feel like I'm checking out the right places. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that was our little date day. I went to bed early. Cameron stayed up late and just, oh, uh, he did not treat his body well. He, he, I don't know. I don't know if he was feeling hungover today. I don't really know how much he drank. He did drink. I know that. And then like we had some queso because I bought we don't know what to feed our kid anymore Kevin is just like we're just throwing different stuff at him like he used to love bean dip anyone who's like followed me for years knows that like my kids love bean dip okay and I make a pretty good bean dip too like I put cream cheese in it it's like it's freaking good bean dip okay um he won't eat bean dip anymore 
so I'm like, we're having like a Mexican night on Friday night, like the low carb, you know, whatever. And normally I can throw some chips and bean dip at him and know he's getting at least something, right? And I like sneak Greek yogurt in there for protein. Like I have my little strategies of like feeling better about it as a mom. I There are no, there are no safe foods anymore with this child. I don't know when it happened. It starts somewhere between two and three is when the pickiness begins. And then it just escalates. And people say people have all sorts of theories around picky eaters and you know the truth is the way they just sneak up on you because you like if they actually eat pretty well but they legitimately don't like something one night of course yeah let's figure out something you like man like if you don't if you hey you tried it you don't like whatever right and so it starts out like that and then and then it's not that frequent but then it just like slowly becomes more and more often and then like before you know it you're begging them to have a bite of cheese pizza or like, please eat a chicken nugget. Just get some freaking protein. Like, wait, what? Like when, when were vegetables like not even in the conversation? anymore? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I remember even talking to my pediatrician about it and the way he was talking about like, yeah, like, of course he wants chicken nuggets over green beans. And I'm like, <laughs> no, he wants a bowl of chocolate chips. That's like what he wants. Like chicken nuggets. I would actually be okay with at this point like oh my gosh packing his lunch is throwing money down the drain he eats okay so like I have a snack for him and usually because he like basically refuses to eat breakfast or like only has four nibbles and 10 laps around the house like that's breakfast for his morning snack at school he gets peanut butter pretzels and some sort of fruit and he does eat that does it feel like a no is it? No, I'm not like, oh man, this is like, I feel so good about this as a mom, but I will say I feel decent about it. Lunch. I used to always pack like a special treat in his lunch, but it's to the point he, that's all he'll eat. So the special treat has turned into like, um, like a cheese puff, like a savory one. Cause I'm trying to not give him sweets and stuff. Like I'm trying to like not have that be the only freaking thing he puts in his mouth. Um, and then I do, I do put fruit in there and then like, I just, I'm trying all sorts of stuff like cheese salami and crackers, or I've done chicken nuggets. I've made full blown cheeseburgers. Like I, you guys, it's insane. It's insane. It does. Can anybody else relate to this? My son's four. So like, I'm hoping that like by the time he's, I, when did I grow out of my picky eating? Cause I was a picky eater as a kid too. I don't think I was as bad, but I definitely, I started getting into food sometime in high school when I took this creative cooking class. And I really feel like that got me to just eat everything. I just started to grow an appreciation for food, which is why I really try to keep my kids involved in the kitchen. And Melissa, if you're listening, Kevin has taken more and more interest lately in that one uh, cookbook you sent us. It's called Pretend Soup. Look it up if you haven't heard of it, but it has recipes that are pictures and we've tried them in the past and it's you know hit or miss like he'll he'll always have fun making it but as far as like if he'll actually eat it but uh he has one that he wants to try today so I I will keep you posted if he actually does it's actually the pretend soup that he wants to try today which is like a combination of orange juice and yogurt which is like the broth and then you do a bunch of fruit so it's basically just (laughs) It's just like fruit and yogurt. But I'm like, hey, that's great. Like if he ate that, I would be happy. 
you know, get like a nice high protein Greek yogurt. Like I'm, hey, I will take anything at this point. It is rough out here. Okay, let's move on. You guys are probably sick of hearing about food because that's basically what my day day was. So we're back on track with low carb today. I decided to do a carb up for a couple of reasons. So if if you don't, I talk about low carb all the time. So I really just don't feel like I need to give you a background on like why I'm doing it or anything, but just I I love it. I'm a big fan of it. I think it's great for a lot of people, but obviously it's not for everyone. So I'm not telling you, you have to do it or anything, but if you do have any questions or want to talk about it or whatever, never hesitate to message me. I'm happy to help as best I can. Okay. So why would I do a carb up on a low carb diet? Doesn't that defeat the purpose? Sure doesn't. Okay. (laughs) So the big thing with low carb of why I feel like I get such fantastic results is because my metabolism is completely changing from running off of carbohydrates as a fuel source to running on fats as a fuel source. Or specifically like my pancreas, my liver, sorry, my liver begins producing ketones, allowing my body to burn fat for fuel. And because my body doesn't have all those like blood sugar spikes, it still has some, but like not near as much as like when you're eating a traditional diet, um, my pancreas isn't pumping out as much insulin. So in order to maintain insulin sensitivity, doing a carb up from time to time can be really beneficial. It can also restore glycogen levels in the muscles and stuff like that. So across the board here and there, I like a carb up. If someone is eating a ketogenic diet to heal an autoimmune condition or something like that, obviously not the time to do it. But on a weight loss journey, I think it can be really beneficial and it really does depend on the person. Because if you're one of those people where a meal turns into a month of eating, you know what I mean, that, then that's not good, right? But for me personally, it's I, I love it. I, I get to like plan an eating out meal or plan something that I really want to make or whatever. And it just, it gives me that like little bit of like mental, I don't know, a mental break. One of the things that it can also improve is leptin levels. So leptin levels are your body's ability to feel full. So if you're now, I I feel like I'm like not a good example of this because I basically just told you a story of how I turned into a bottomless pit yesterday. (laughs) But as far as like for a lot of people, if you're struggling with like feeling full, feeling satisfied and you're doing a low carb diet, potentially try that. But also potentially look at how much food you're eating because a lot of people accidentally undereat on a low carb diet and some people overeat. So pay attention to like, if you need to just spend a couple days tracking just to get an overall idea of how much you're eating, that can be really helpful. I think if you're considering bringing a carb up practice into your low carb diet, the number one thing to like first consider is like, do you believe you are fat adapted? And if you don't know what that means or what that feels like or anything, I would love to explain it on this episode. So I'm going to give, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to give you like a little mini version. Basically, if you find that you don't feel very hungry, your energy levels are really good, you're feeling that like mental clarity, kind of like, I don't know, like a rocket boosted brain is the best way I can explain it. Um, you, just in general, like you feel like, okay, my body is running really efficiently and I don't have any of my normal fuel source, which is carbohydrates. And that means your body is probably running really efficiently on fat. Okay. And if that's the case, then doing a little carb up means you'll likely get right back into ketosis really quickly because it does kick you out of ketosis. And that's something that you should keep in mind. And also like a carb up doesn't need to be like a full blown, like, I don't know what I did, right? Like that probably isn't a great example, but 
hey, yellow. <laughs> okay. Uh, but a carve up could just be as simple as like eating some potatoes with dinner, or having a bowl of pasta one night, something like that. And as far as like how frequently to do it, again, this really depends on the person. I, I prefer to just do it as needed. I don't like put myself on any type of schedule, but I just, for me, I was feeling like I, I fall asleep late. My daughter would wake me up early and I was having trouble falling back asleep. And I was like, "Mm, normally I would be able to fall back asleep. I'm pretty sure I need to like, I need a little carb up. And I I don't know. There was, there's a really good video by Thomas DeLauer on this, like sleep issues on keto. And for me, I have just found that I can solve it by doing a little carb up if I feel myself getting there. And it's something with like tryptophan and like other thing. I don't know. You can, there's supplements you can take. There's all sorts of stuff like to try to combat that. I don't always feel it, but I think now that I'm a mom, I accidentally don't eat nearly as much. I, and I just, I I really, I wish I knew exactly what was going on in my body that results in me getting to that point, but I don't stay at that point. I'll tell you that you know, cause to me, as soon as I, my body is telling me it's something's off, like I'm having trouble sleeping or something, I'm a fix it. Okay. There's one thing about me. I'm a fix it. Okay. I will do everything in my power to always get like those foundational things, like a great night's sleep, get a great workout, all that type of stuff. Right. I just, I was thinking about that this morning when I was looking at my husband who was so miserable. And I'm just, I'm just like over here relishing, like just feeling great. Like I got a great night's sleep. I'm just like feeling good. I'm just like watching him like struggle to be awake right now. And I was thinking to myself, now he doesn't do that very often, right? But he, he, I think he went to bed at like one or two and he was up by like six, honestly earlier, probably in the fives because Kevin, yeah, it, he just didn't get nearly enough sleep. Okay. That, that is the point of that story. And on top of it, he drank and he, he ate some junk food and just was not feeling good. Okay. And I'm watching him feel this way. And I'm thinking about all of the people who start to fall into a pattern of like that being their normal, like just waking up, not feeling good. And it's a result of poor decisions. Now there's obviously people who wake up not feeling good and it's essentially like out of their control. Right. But oftentimes there are a lot of people who just really poison their bodies on a regular basis and just like are used to feeling like garbage all the time and man that is no way to live because not only is that like hurting you in the short term but man it hurts you in the long term when you do that stuff a lot I mean it's just yeah it's just not good it's just not good I know I'm like I just sound like super freaking judgy right now but I, I just I'm so grateful that I stumbled into health and fitness the way I did because while I, I I was never that bad, but I definitely, it felt normal to me to like wake up and feel hungover and crappy. I'm like, I'm just so grateful. I never feel that way anymore. And it never had to become like a significant problem in my life for me to like just crave feeling good instead, you know? And I, sometimes I even forget that because I have felt like good a majority of the time for so long that I forget that that can be a motivator for people to be into health and fitness if they aren't at the moment. They're like, I just want to feel good. And I'm like, I, because for me right now, I could take a week off of working out and just like kind of eating a, not as good, you know what I mean? And like, I, 
I, I would just, I would still be having fun. Like I'd still be waking up feeling okay. So I don't like, I don't like recognize that as a motivator. I'm like, I, I don't, but I do see like, yeah, like if you, if you did that for like years and that was like truly your new normal, like, yeah, it would be nice to like wake up feeling strong and light and all the things. And I, and I will say this too, after having Casey and being just so far above the weight I am now. So I, I carry Casey around and Casey's like just under 20 pounds at the moment. And I've lost since having her, I've lost like 50 pounds. So that's like carrying two of her around a little more than that all the time. Like that's rough on your body. You just like think about what that does to your joints and all that stuff, right? I'm just, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful because I could see if health and fitness was not a part of my life, my career, all, all of it, I could see just like with the way two kids comes at you, I just think this, it just all could have been ripped away from me. You know, I really, it it just becomes so hard to make that a priority, to make yourself a priority. And I, I, I struggle with that in so many aspects of my life. I, I've been thinking lately about how I can just set aside. I, I, I don't just need time for myself, you guys. I, I'm fine about that. What I need is time with other grownups without children around. Just a little, just a little. And I don't want to have to think about scheduling it, you know? And I was thinking about trying to find a little job where I could do this. <laughs> and my first thought was like, what about like a restaurant? Like I used to wait tables. I freaking love waiting tables. And I like talking to people. I enjoy that. And so I thought about, could I go wait tables somewhere a couple nights a week and just like get to talk to grownups and I don't know, it, you know, make a little extra money and whatever, right? But the problem is I, I it would have to be the right restaurant. Like the, the crew matters, okay? I don't want to be around, I don't want to feel geriatric, okay? I want to I, I be around a bunch of 20-somethings. Like I would really prefer, and that's where it would have to be like a fancy restaurant, right? So I don't know how that would work, but I do, I don't know. I'm kind of going on a tangent now about how I need to like find time for myself. We talk about that all the time, how I just like, I get, I tell Cameron I need time to myself or whatever, or like time to do things. And then I get FOMO when he's doing things with the kids and I'm not there. I'm like, I shouldn't be missing that. You know, what, what is that? And I, and I will shame myself. (laughs) to like make sure I don't miss anything you know it's weird it's weird I wonder I I wonder if I'll naturally get better at this I and I I, can I talk about therapy for a second like where I stand on therapy I don't know if I've talked to you guys about this so my son is in therapy right now and the girl he's in therapy with like I know her and she's incredible like seeing her in action with Kevin is just incredible the progress she's making and I feel like part of okay I feel like part of why it's so good Kevin has no idea what's going on right like he just goes to this girl he doesn't know her there we just call her Miss Lauren was I supposed to say her name I don't think it matters okay whatever it's Miss Lauren and he goes to Miss Lauren's and he just talks to her about stuff and he's whatever like so she's like out here fixing the problems and like getting information and teaching him tools and whatever, but he's completely open-minded. He doesn't have like an opinion on it. Now, the problem with me 
if I ever try to go to therapy for anything, I feel like I can see where the therapist is trying to go. And I like put a wall up, not because there's anything there. I'm just like, that's a waste of time. There's nothing there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, mm, come on. I th- like, let's go over here. This, this is where I think we need to talk about. It's like a very know-it-all personality that I have. And I just have never had an, a successful therapy experience. Like even when Cameron and I, we've done, we did like this, like, I don't know, they call it like marriage maintenance stuff when we were in the military. And it was just, you know, you got to see a marriage counselor, just like not, not like you're in the middle of like turmoil, just like, you know, marriage maintenance, right? Like talk about like little stuff. And this was like in our first year of marriage. So we were just kind of going through like the normal struggles of like, as you figure out like navigating living together and whatever. So we're seeing this therapist and I'm going to explain how my brain felt as I was there. My brain was like, I'm gonna, like, I can get this guy to agree with me and he's going to be able to make Cameron feel like I'm right about everything. It's terrible to admit, but that's what was going on in my brain. And so, you know, as I open up about some of my like mom stuff on social media, there's a fair amount of people that are like, you know, you should really see like a postpartum therapist or something, you know, whatever. Right. And I'm just like that I would need a therapist that can put me in my place and help me, you know, just be open to thinking differently without annoying me. Cause like the, the problem is like, I have this deep belief system. Like I truly believe that I can just figure it out. I mean, I, cause I can, cause I can, I can believe that (laughs) I I can figure it out. I could, I can Google university of Google over here. I tell Cameron all the time, Honestly, babe, you married a veterinarian, a therapist, a, like, I'm basically a doctor. Like, I, I can figure, like, when Cameron has any sort of ache and pain, I can tell him exactly what it is before he even gets the official diagnosis from the doctor. I'm telling you, I have, like, a 100% success rate so far. I cannot figure out something that I've been wrong about yet. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, I, I need I need a therapist for narcissists, for narcissist know-it-alls. That's what I need. And like I say that kind of jokingly, but like when my friends that have been in like narcissistic relationships and I started learning about narcissists, I was like, I think I am one of these, which is, is good to be able to admit that, right? And people always say, oh, like narcissists can't call themselves narcissists. I'm like, I think, I don't know. I just think they're like, you can recognize that you have some of those traits, Right. So anyway, I, if I ever were to find success in therapy and you have a similar personality to mine, I'll let you know. But for now, I'm just, I struggle. I have this uh, like therapy, like free talk therapy through my, it's called Crowd Health. That's who I'm a part of. And I've thought about scheduling an appointment because I could just schedule it with like different people every time and just see how we vibe, see if any of them, you know, click for me. I don't know. I don't know. That seems like a lot of, a lot of wasted time. And I don't, I just don't even know, like, it, what, what would I say? I just feel like all the struggles I'm having with motherhood are fairly normal, right? Y'all, let's get back on track. Let's talk about health and fitness. Okay. So what are my updates? Where are we at? I am down five pounds, which I'm like exactly at the halfway point for this 10 pound September challenge. So we're on track. We're killing it. We're doing great. I will keep you posted. My like 
I signed up for all these diet bets and I made weight this week, thank goodness. But more importantly, I one of them is six months long. And am I regretting it? Absolutely. But that's why I need it, right? To just remain somewhat aware as I go through the holiday season, okay? The goal is not ambitious. You know, the goal is essentially the weight I would love to be through the holidays, right? So it's just like I have to just get there. So I will keep you posted on that one as we go along because I don't want to lose that money. If there's one thing about me, I am money motivated. Are you? That's why these diet bets, they keep me on track. Like I take them seriously. What about you? Do you like, Have you done any of the diet bets yet? You got to tell me. And did you struggle to reach the finish line? Because it, it's hard some days. And there was one that I got really close, but I didn't quite make it. Like the next morning I, I hit the number that I needed to hit the day before. And you know what? That happens. But like for me, the real prize is like actually like getting there, right? Even if it took an extra day. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to wrap this podcast up with just like a couple of things. So meals I'm loving this week. I didn't have anything that was a slam dunk. I'm going to be real with you. I, I keep buying these real food chicken tenders at Costco because they're on sale for $7.50 for like a giant bag and they're normally $15. So highly recommend those. Uh, I chop them up and put them on a salad and it is like, it's a 10. It's so freaking good. Um, then tonight I'm going to make the Kentucky hot brown casserole. Finally, I will post on Instagram if it is worth it or not. It's a keto dish. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little nervous about it. It's like a Parmesan cream sauce. It's like, I, we'll see. It looks good. Like, I think it's going to be good, but it's, we'll see. Okay. Uh, I got a lot of actually really yummy recipes. If you're on my email list right now, I'm emailing out everything out to everyone. So you get like my dinner plan every week and whether or not I stick to it, that's another story. I, I tend to change it up, but like you get the, the, basically the plan and that's what my grocery list is based on. And then I might switch it up. So we'll see. We'll see. But I'm excited about my plan this week. And so I emailed that out today and I do need to wrap this up on unpopular opinions. Okay. I don't even know if this is unpopular. It's more so just like an awkward moment and like none of us know what to do and how it changes based on like the environment. So I was at the grocery store today and you know when the I I one of my like favorite things to do. This is an unpopular opinion. I love going grocery shopping first thing in the morning, like when no one's there. And I have loved that since college. I remember in college I would drive. I went to Washington State University and I would drive over to Moscow, Idaho, and I would go to Winco at like six in the morning. It was just me and the tweakers, and really like there wasn't very many tweakers. Okay, but it was just like there was like stock. Occasionally it would be a little sketch is what I'm getting at, but like. This morning, I went to Walmart first thing in the morning. It wasn't as early, I think, it because I had to wait for Casey to get up. So I think I got out there at like 7.30, 7.45, okay? And the store is quiet because it's early. Like, no one's really there yet. And so this woman is walking down the aisle the opposite direction of me. We're not going to bump each other. So she did this thing where, where you almost feel like, because it's like basically just us walking past each other, you feel like you kind of need to acknowledge them. And so for me, I just do like a little smile or like a head nod or something like that, right? And she, she goes, excuse me, like whispers it. And, and I noticed more than one person did this the time I was there, like a soft, excuse me, like what? Neither of us are in each other's way. 
why are you saying excuse me? Right? It's so, it's so weird. So like in those situations, I think your options are avoid eye contact or just simply smile and say, good morning, you know, something. And I feel like if it was the middle of the day when there's like hustle and bustle, you might get a smile or just completely ignored. But because it's like so quiet and impossible to ignore, these people feel like they, that I like they're inconveniencing me with their existence. So they're like, excuse me. It's so weird. And I, and it, it didn't feel like a weird thing. Like it's definitely happened to me. Like when, as it was happening to me this morning, I was like, this, this happens to people. People do this. You know what I mean? Like people do this and it's a weird thing to do. And so I guess (laughs) to wrap this up, my unpopular opinion is if you find yourself in that moment where you're not in someone's way at all and you feel the need to say, excuse me, turn it around, just say good morning or just like say a greeting that just is, you know what I mean? Cause I don't, cause like, what do you say back to excuse me? Like you're excused. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know what to say to that. Am I supposed to also say excuse me? I don't know. So I just like, okay, like you're not in my way. Should I, should I have said that? I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Okay. Anyway, this is a, this is a, a longer podcast. I feel like I talked about all sorts of weird stuff, but you know what? You guys like that. You guys like when I just kind of talk and I, I love that about you because that's the kind of podcast I like to listen to. And I really do have fun recording this. If you know someone that you think would enjoy this podcast, it really does mean the world when you send it. I don't, like, I don't even know why I make this podcast, if I'm being honest. Like, I, just, I, I feel like I have to do it. Like, it's a part of my job at this point. And I'm like, I, I, just, I don't know. It's not like, I don't know. So if you know someone who you think would like it, helping the show grow by one listener could be cool for me, is what I'm getting at, okay? And if you are thinking about joining Hip Bodies, I will say, like, you know, the best way you can support this podcast, support me, is to give Hip Bodies a shot. Um, you can try out the three-day slay for free. So you go to hipbodies.com slash three-day slay. I'll put that in the show notes. And then you can also, if you want to just sign up for Hip Bodies, you can do that as well. But the three-day slay allows you to kind of get a sampling of workouts and see if it's a good fit for you. And so, of course, it would mean the world to me if you gave it a shot. And you can always try my workouts for free as well on YouTube. Um, I've been doing twerk out, twerk out and tone up workouts every week. We'll, we'll see. I don't have one recorded, like ready to go this week, but we'll see if I can get one up here. Um, I, I don't, there's no way I can record tonight. I just really like it when my husband can do it with me. So I'm going to try to see if I can find a time that Cameron will record one with me. He's playing soccer right now, like aggressively hungover. So I'm just not feeling like tonight's tonight, but we'll see. All right. I love you. Have a great week. Bye.